0: Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to this edition here of the Mass Steel podcast of Show Blitz. Here it is week three as the Steelers will be hosting New York JTS Jets, Jets, Jets at AcroShore Stadium. Uh, kickoff time will be, of course, at 1 Eastern Time as the Steelers need to get a big win in a hurry because uh, coming up after that, uh, three other next four games and four other, and their four main games this month will be against winning teams, Uh, three of them of which will be on the road uh, this month. So it is a huge uh, rally cry right now for this team. Uh, Because after that, it does not get a rose here following this matchup. Because remember, they will be on the road next week versus the Buffalo Bills. Then on October 16th, they're only remaining their second game at home, which will be the remaining one for this month, against the Buccaneers. And then back-to-back games on the road at Dolphins and at the Eagles, which they have not won in the 60s. So say this is a... uh, Big game uh, would be uh, a little bit another statement to say at least they desperately uh, need to have this uh, win figured out uh, today in this matchup. Uh, today's game, uh, the announcers that will have the call for this game will be uh, Greg Gumbel and Adam Archuleta and AJ Ross will be the announcers on CBS at Akersher, uh Stadium. And good. Good morning. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mount CGR, and on Instagram at Mount Steel Nation. And there's been a lot of frustration, of course, last week, uh, you know, with the offense more particularly, uh, with Mitch Trubisky still being the starter. I see the frustration, uh, mind the grow amongst fans is is so far a little by little with teammates uh, right now. I mean, uh, not necessarily uh, saying directly his name, but as far as like involvement stuff and starting to see it take fold because this uh, team, believe it or not, I mean, this is still a very competitive team. It's very sloppy on defense, to say the least. Since the beginning of last year, if you ask me, I mean, they're still legitimately good as far as like Getting sacks still. I mean, thank goodness for Alex Heisman, who leads teams, uh, leads the team with four and a half sacks this year, um, in large part due to TJ Watt being hurt. But I mean, other than that, I mean, the lack of uh, turnovers they forced on defense has gone down uh, since. And you look at that trend right here, which is a little disappointing right there. They have five in the opening game versus the Bengals back in week one. And uh, ever since then, they only got one uh, takeaway, and that was in the New England uh, Patriots game. So they got a lot to uh, figure out right now here, uh, as you can see. And uh, they only got five interceptions for the year, and, of course, one fumble recovery. So it's six total for the year which uh, ranks uh, 7th in the league. But again, a lot of that came from the Week 1 matchup versus Bengals right now. And it's just uh, sickening to see the Steelers are 0-6 now, lifetime, without uh, TJ Watt, which is a really disturbing trend. Would you like to see them uh, get correct in a hurry? Because to be honest, their games... Like I said, the last two games, defensively, I think they pretty much held their own. They're winnable games right there. Just needed to uh, have a few more first downs controlling the time of possession. That has not happened. We're right here. And uh, this is where they're going to be going right now. Uh, they find themselves right now at the bottom of the AFC North, unfortunately, uh, at one and two. As written by uh, Teresa Barley. Of the Steelers, running back uh, Najee Harris went to bat for the offensive line, uh, saying, It's how much I need to improve rather than how much we're talking about the old line everywhere, said Harris. It's not the old line. I think the old line did a really good job last week, really starting for the Patriots game. They did a really good job controlling what they can control. It just comes down to me, really just me doing more and trusting them. I need to trust them more. We got some really good guys. They've done a really good job of getting better, and they are good. We do have good old line. Too much of what I see on social media is how bad they, they talk about our line, but it's not. It's me. We just need to keep focusing on them and focus on me. That is one thing I do. What to address and pull and pull it out there. Uh, remember, Harris is also one of the teams on Kansas this year. He feels comfortable with the with what the offense is doing, and the key. For the players in his mind, is sticking together despite the outside noise. Play calling and all that is fine, said Harris. It's just about this ex King. You guys keep blaming other people. It's us in this locker room. We all need to come together and focus on what we need to improve on. Every week, every day, we go out and practice. It's not going to be perfect as long as the trajectory is going forward. That is all that matters. Unfortunately, the run game right now, which hasn't shown, uh, much to be excited for. I mean, it's barely starting to warm up, but at the end of the day right now, they're 24th in the league and rushing the ball. 270 yards off of 66 attempts right now, uh, which is a little bit of an embarrassment right now because as much as we want to slam Mitch Trubisky too, and don't get me wrong, I, I always said this about him. He's a guy who looks the part, I and mean, he puts on the good the face and image, but the other day, when you know he gets exposed on that field, he's not the long-term starting quarterback as we know. Running game needs to pick up. I mean, you, you look at the last two games in particular, Jalen Warren. Uh he has had uh better uh yards per average versus Najee Harris. He is averaging five point six yards per attempt in those. Uh versus while well, Najee has had three and a half yards. Granted, Najee did have more rushing yards to 105 yards off 30 carries, but Jalen Warren, he's got 45 yards off of eight carries right there. So some people argue that he is slowly outplaying him right there. Now again, that is the average. But uh that is one thing that is continue- that needs to help Mary. You need to help like open up this offense a lot better. I mean, if they're going to be doing a lot more and the, the Virk, ver- still out in Matt Canada, too. I mean, with Mike Tomlin. And that continues to be one of the criticisms around Mike Tomlin. You haven't seen an offense do this well since they last uh, had uh, Todd Haley. And that is an embarrassment. I mean, Todd Haley, we all know how his ending went. I mean, more particularly with uh, Ben Rossworth's frustration right there. I mean, some micromanaging going on there. But at the end of the day, too, when you truly think about it, that was the last time they were leg- they were fluently uh, clicking on all soldiers. I mean, this offense right now, as you look at it, I mean, from top to bottom, I mean, basically – they have not been, like, top 10 since 2018. Now, granted, they did have one good year under first-year offense coordinator Randy Fiechner, who was the quarterback's coach, I believe, from the year prior, but still. I mean, that year, I mean, that was a year that Ben threw for over 5,000 yards, I mean, which eventually, arguably, led to him blowing out his elbow the following year, playing off years off the shoulder injury. I mean, you look at that 2018 year, despite missing the playoffs, they ranked fourth in total yards with 6,453 yards. I mean, a lot of that, was, of course, was fig- Todd Haley's fingerprints on there. I mean, and they're also, too, uh, still like close to dead last in the run game, but still, I mean, this uh, run game hasn't been – you know, top 10 in a long time. And the last time it's been remotely decent, middle of the pack, which was in 2017. Not that impressive, but it was 15th. I mean, where they ran for 600, I mean, 1667 yards on 437 attempts, averaging 3.8 uh, yards per attempt. And that's
1: where things kill this team right here. And you wonder. How in the world are they going to be,
0: like, just respectable? I mean, the running attack right now has definitely been a problem for years. Uh, I mean, as far as, like, overall as a whole. I mean, you had some good backs in there. I mean, with Le'Veon Bell, and, of course, passing on to James Conner, who showed flashes of it when he was healthy, but more as a scrimmage guy, but then to Najee Harris. Najee Harris, who's taking his time warming up, and they just uh, steal Steelers, for right now for whatever reason. It's it's killing
1: them. In the end, I mean, last time, I mean, when when you think about this team, uh, yeah, it's just very disturbing uh,
0: trend, to say the least. I mean, Mike Tomlin right now, the only time his team has ever been top 10 in running ball was back in his rookie season as head coach. Steelers were third in the league in rushing with 2,168 yards. And guess who that was by? That was by guys like Willie Parker right there who had an amazing year. 1,316 yards along with 164 yards, receiving 1,480 yards of scrimmage. I mean, hard to believe that Steelers have, haven't been top 10 yellow, top
1: 5 in about 15 years. And that, that's an embarrassment right now for this team.
0: So we'll see if in time, creativity-wise, we they to get this corrected. Because, like I said, as I mentioned uh, last week, like third down conversions right here especially on five yards or less with they need to convert third down. They're passing uh, 20 out of the 24 plays that they're doing. So they've gone as a whole 10 to 24, which includes six of 20 on passing on five yards or less, but yet they are perfect four for four in running the ball in that category. So that's 42% for five yards or less. What's over five yards, the Steelers are 13 of 39, which includes nine of 33. I'm passing four, six. I'm running the ball. So, what's the problem there, right there? It shows you how much lack of confidence and trust they have in running the ball in situations like this to help a guy like Mitch Trubisky. But, like I said, too, I I really do Trubisky right now. I mean, his career is on the line right now. I don't expect them to last long. I mean, patience just started to run out. But sometimes as a quarterback, you have to have that confidence and put this team on your back, you know, and using your legs. You want a mobile quarterback. This is what they got. I mean, he's basically, um, they took a chance on him. He's here. And you know what? If you got to take heat from your coaches, as far as like you weren't supposed to call that, you got to take the heat for that. This is, you had to show confidence to your coaches or sell off that you could get this. That's the problem I have with Mitch Trubisky right now. If He continues to be the starter. And speaking of which, um, on the Pauline Muller uh, show, the PM team on uh, 937 The Fan, uh, Mike Florio, who does like one of his weekly talks at Sports, they made a uh, reference about Mike Florio on the quarterback situation. More particularly with Mitch Trubisky, and people trying to push for Kenny Pickett, here's what he has to say. Take a listen. (laughs) Glorio did more digging and went on NBC Sports today and said this about the Steelers' quarterback situation. Trubisky is on thin ice with everyone in the organization except the head coach. Mm. And there's a strong push in that building to turn the page to Kenny Pickett. And the frustration was that Trubisky isn't pulling the trigger. Yeah. These guys are opening. He's not throwing the ball. Everyone but Mike Tomlin. Who must love the fact that he's not turning it over. And there you go. I mean, that's the biggest key right there. Frustrated he is not pulling the trigger. Keywords are right there indeed. I mean, when you look at Trubisky, I mean, coming into this situation, I mean, he definitely needs a lot more help. But at the same time, in fairness, they're not giving him a lot of freedom and reins. Uh, to make adjustments, he pretty much has to clear what the coach is. But I mean, as a result, I mean, here's what's happening right now. He's he's still completing 60% of his passes through for, for 569 yards, only five and a half yards per attempt. That's one of the disturbing trends right there. Because when you're trying to be a passionate, one thing that you know, many people will remind you, especially guys like Pierre King and Mike Florio. You want, as a quarterback, yards per attempt will be seven yards or above. And he is not uh, doing that right now. I mean, and Trubisky, his career at best right now, for what he's did as a quarterback, he's under that mark. He's about over six and a half yards. And you can always keep pointing to, well, he wins. He's got a winning record as a starter blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, too, it's just him having to do more and open things up literally. Uh, We all have our doubts on that. But I I will say this right now. I think uh, Trubisky right now, I mean, he's definitely on his last legs, uh, to say the least.
1: And I do believe,
0: if anything, we will be seeing... um, some changes uh, come in due time uh for the moment, but we'll see how this uh continues to pan out, but for right now uh it's not really looking
1: good for his uh chances they gotta uh figure something out and uh they gotta do something a little
0: bit more efficiently to get the ball uh rolling here, and we'll find out how it pays off but for right now uh. This team could be in trouble right now. I mean, this game right here, if they're somehow lose this game, uh they they could possibly have their first losing season under Mike Tomlin. And that'd be a damn shame. And um, speaking of Mike Tomlin too, just want to go into one little stat real quick here. One little nugget I found was that coaches who have uh, record-wise since their last uh Super Bowl. I mean Mike Tomlin, he has had the most uh one and duns since amongst any coach uh since their last Super Bowl with uh five. That is every coach who is coached uh in a Super Bowl, he's got the most uh with uh five. Uh the next uh two that come after him uh, have uh four and that is Mike Holmgren, Mike Shanahan of the Seattle Seahawks and Denver Broncos. I mean, other than that too, I mean, he's also leads his current coaches who are in this league with the most one-dones at fives. And he has, in his win-loss record is six amongst uh, current coaches. He is three and seven behind uh, Pete Carroll right there. And, uh, that's where it is. It's just, you know, we know he loves to keep his – uh. he wants to stay competitive. He does everything he can to win. But at the same time, the repeating trend comes as of late. They've been quickly being bounced out of the first round of the playoffs. They've been 0-4 since their Patriots lost the an AC championship game, and has not looked good uh, since then, uh, period. And that that's where we look at. Uh, the only good thing I could say right now about Mike Talon, he has got an incredible uh, winning record in the month of October, which is his favorite month. He has 41 and 15 in that
1: month. And uh, basically uh, for him, I mean, he has had a uh, winning record uh, in that, in that month Uh, twelve times so far. Twelve
0: months. I mean, twelve seasons where he's have winning um
1: record in October. So we'll see. This is gonna be a a huge test. Right now, as they'll have uh five games this month. We'll see.
0: And uh, I'm not gonna say they're gonna win all five. I mean, that'd be a little ridiculous. But The last time they did have uh, four wins in the month of October was back in 2017, five years ago, where they beat the Ravens on the road. Uh, They lost to the Jaguars, and then they uh, beat the Chiefs in Kansas City, the Bengals, and the Lions in Detroit on Sunday Night Football. So there you have it right there. Also going to this game, New York Jets head coach Robert Sella. Uh, According to Tom Pelicero of the NFL Network, says Zach Wilson fully participated in practice again and is off the injury report. Uh, He will be uh, making uh, his debut uh, today right here. Uh, Zach Wilson, he is another guy who has struggled uh, in this league right now as uh, he has been a... Uh, First round uh, pick in uh, last year, 2021 draft. He was the second overall pick right there uh, coming out of uh, BYU. And uh, he threw nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions. I mean, his college stats, so i mean to say the least. I mean, he was a little bit much better than that. He had 56 touchdowns, uh, 15 interceptions, threw for over 7,652 yards, averaging 9.1. Yards per attempt. Now, the average, I mean, coming into his pro career, it's only 6.1. So, we'll look at this point, Trying Try to look get some confidence uh, for this uh, team right now. Uh, roster updates right now for the Steelers right now. They once again signed cornerback Marcus Gilbert. He is back in their practice squad. They have released uh, center Ryan McCollum. As per the injury report, Uh, The only player who didn't practice all week was left cornerback Akilo Weatherspoon, who has a hamstring. He has been ruled out and right cornerback Cam Sutton uh, with a groin. He appeared on Friday as as a limited participant. The Jets, uh, the only guy they will be without is defensive line uh, Quincy Williams,
1: going to this game. Okay, let's also look into this real quick, too. Uh, keys to the game real
0: quickly. Uh, key number one, pass rush. Right outside linebacker Alex Highsmith. He'll be matched up versus left tackle Connor McDermott in today's game. Highsmith, he has been the leading sack, sacker in all their games. He had three in the opener and one and a half last week uh, versus the Browns right there. And, uh, he can find a way to continue to heat up right there. And give a little bit of help. I think the Steels be uh fine uh for a win uh in this game uh versus the Jets right now. Because as you look at it right now, the Steelers, I mean sacks, which is still their special category, they're eighth in the league. While as far as like the Jets are uh protecting the quarterback, they've given up they're in the top 10 of surrendering a lot of sacks. They got ninth the season, which ranks ninth, by the way. Key number two would be Steelers secondary versus Garrett Wilson. Garrett, who left the first half of this past Sunday's game versus the Bengals uh, with a rib injury is a potential star in the making, leads all Jets wide receivers with 214 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, That would be another key uh, right there. I mean, uh, Garrett Wilson, when you look at this uh, Jets team, as far as like what he's uh, able to do right now, 'Cause right now I
1: mean he's gotten uh two touchdowns uh for the year this season. And uh he's had some uh big games uh so
0: far and uh most famously for, for getting uh two touchdowns versus uh win versus the Browns uh two weeks ago back.
1: In uh, First Energy Stadium in uh, Cleveland, right there. As uh, we looked at it, I mean, uh, Garrett Wilson, right there. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, he had a game winning touchdown that game after,
0: shortly after about 10 plays or so later, when they got the onside kick recovery, Joe Flacco hit him for a 15 yard uh, touchdown pass
1: right there. And uh, in that game, versus uh, the Browns, right there, I mean, uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, for that matter,
0: he, he led uh, both teams with receiving yards. He had 102 yards, two touchdowns as long as so it was a
1: 31-yard pass right there. So watch out for him today. Key number three. And I mentioned this
0: category quite a few times. Simplify the third down conversions. It has been well documented they convert 10 to 24 on attempts of five yards or less uh, through the air. They are 42% on the season, while they have been perfect in that category well, this season. You got to figure make this way a little bit simpler, and that's what we saw from Najee uh, Harris and uh, Jalen uh, Warren in this game right here. I mean, that is going to be uh, a little bit of a true test right here and see if they can get that going because Jets right now uh, got a pretty good run defense. They're 13th in the league right there, and you got Steelers who are ranked right 24th. If they can find a way to break that down and uh, continue the heat up, uh, that'd be a good sign right there. And then my final key will be a mod sauce garner. Uh, versus Steelers wide receivers. He held Jamar Chase to six receptions last week for 29 yards off of 10 targets. Uh, so far this season, he has allowed 76.9% of passes being completed despite winning his team four pass deflections. Those will be the keys to the game. And real quickly, too, I want to uh, mention real quick, quick shout-out and congratulations to uh, this year's uh, Steelers uh, Hall of Honor inductees. Uh, basically... And uh, this year's is uh, a class uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, going into their team Hall of Fame. Uh, you have the late uh, Myron Cope right there, who was a broadcaster for 35 years, beginning in 1970, who's been a part of the four Super Bowl uh, championships from the Steel Curtain dynasty right there. Very good contributor right there. You also got a uh, well-respected and revered tight end Heath Miller, who's played 11 seasons. Uh, right there's earned two Pro Bowls along with two Super Bowl championships. Then you got uh, left guard Sam Davis, who was also a four-time Super Bowl champion, uh, played 13 seasons with the Steelers uh, from 1967 to 1979. And then last but not least, uh, halfback and right on Ray Matthews, who was on the Steelers, right there, long before they started winning. Uh, he was played from 1951, 1960. He's a two time Pro Bowler. So, congratulations uh, to those men right there. As well deserved, right there. And uh, we'll, we'll see w- what continues to happen uh, right there. But uh, anyway, I uh, just wanted to say uh, thank you very much for those of you taking the time to tune in. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media at CGR and on Instagram at Nations. I leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Congratulations to as those well as proud men who are in the series of Hall of Honor. always, leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Here we go, series. Here we go. I got it.